Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We're back to the Six Rings post-game show on WEEI. This is the Six Rings post-game show here live on WEEI, WEEI.com, the Odyssey app, and all across the Red Sox radio network during a rain delay between White Sox at Red Sox. Let us now pause 10 seconds for station identification here on the Red Sox radio network. From the WEEI studios, 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. And the Six Rings postgame show resumes during the Red Sox rain delay. They were in the middle of the seventh inning. Uh, We'll be throwing back to Fenway sometime soon for the resumption and hopefully conclusion of the Red Sox game. Later on, the Six Rings postgame show, which will go on a dinner siesta or some sort of like late afternoon football break, will return. I know it seems like a little bit of a blank show, but hey, listen. Mac Jones now at the podium. How good did it feel to come out of here on Wednesday? Yeah, good. I think for sure. That was our goal, no turnover, so we, we definitely did that. Offensive line did a great job keeping me upright and really proud of those guys in the backs for running hard. And then when we had to make plays, we did, but definitely inconsistent, but got to be happy with the win. I mean, that's, that's all we came here for. What would you like to see cleaned up? Maybe some third down plays? Second half, it seemed like you guys had some opportunities and just couldn't cash in. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely close, and I uh, thought the – Play calling was really good. Coach O'Brien did a great job calling a great game. Uh, we just got to execute better, and I just got to let them touch the ball. But in a, in a day like today, uh, with the, the wind and the rain, you just got to be really smart and play uh, smart football. How valuable was that rushing attack today, Mac? And in particular, what have been your impressions of Zeke as he, since he joined the team? Great. Um, those guys are, are great together. The offensive line definitely brought it today. I thought they did a great job, and um, Zeke and Mondre are definitely – working well together. Um, they're different, but they're very similar in their own ways. Um, and just happy to have both of them. Happy to back there. touchdown pass to uh, Farrell Brown? Yeah, it was just a little play-action play, and we kind of knew it was going to work, and he, he made a great catch. And we worked on that um, in practice, and it worked in the game. So that's what we want. How did you know it was going to work? What did you say? How did you know it was going to work? Um, I'm going to keep it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> The throw to Demario for the third down conversion. Yeah. Can you take us through that play and you talked about the conditions today and how the difficulty of that throw in particular. You're talking about the one over the shoulder? Yeah. yeah. I have to watch the tape. I, I changed it to that play, and I thought he definitely is faster than that 
uh, corner or nickel. So just wanted to give him a chance. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much it. You guys had some success on the sneaks uh, other than maybe the one that was stopped. But on one of them, it looked like they took some extra liberty in there at the end with, with you knocking you over. Can you share yeah. with us? Um, just football. I think it's a physical game. And at that point in the game, you just have to fight to get it, no matter what you, you got to do to get, you know, get the one yard. Um, so this is part of the game, no big deal. On that play, Sauce Gardner was just saying he thought you gave him a low blow. Did you think you did anything wrong on that play? Um, no. I think just trying to get the first down, uh, third and one, and then we came back on fourth and one and then tried to fake it. So um, definitely a physical play. A lot of guys are in there. That's kind of like the famous quarterback sneak that everybody does. Um, and there's, you know, all, all the guys on both teams are in there. So it can get, you know, pretty physical. And, and that's something that I have to learn from is getting my pads a little bit lower so that I can get it and not get, um, you know, held up. Back during the week, uh, what did Matthew Slater's leadership kind of provide in, in an 0-2 hole? He's obviously a leader all yeah. the time, but specifically this week. Oh, he's great. He always is the same guy. Um, he's seen a lot of a lot of wins, and he's been a part of you know very few losses. Um, but he has great wisdom, um, and we kind of go as he goes. Definitely a great uh, mentor for me and everybody on the team. Uh, so we just got to keep going. Yeah, I knew today that you know in the conditions that they were going to do a great job um, stopping the other offense, and I kind of. You know, was really proud of them because they just kept going out there and doing it to the very last play. Um, and for me, just put more points on the board, and um, we'll do that. It's like I said, it was a tough day, but we got the win, and you know, a lot of it was from special teams and defense. Thanks, man. Cool. Thank you. That is once again Patriots quarterback Mac Jones in victory, the 15th consecutive for the New England Patriots against the New York Jets today at MetLife Stadium. Final score of 15 to 10 in favor of the Patriots. We have a lot from Bill Belichick to unpack, Mac Jones to unpack, news from Robert Sala regarding the Jets' starting quarterback job, Mac Jones possibly, dare I say, Andy, some junk about Mac Jones making another dirty play on the field today, and so much more, plus your calls, which we have not been able to get to because we've been on the Red Sox radio network for the first hour of the Six Rings postgame show. They have just called the Red Sox game, so the Red Sox game has gone final due to the weather we will now take a quick break on the Six Rings postgame show. We should be back in about 15 to 20 minutes time. But right now, we take you back to the Red Sox broadcast. We throw it to Cooper Boardman for the Red Sox wrap-up here on the Red Sox radio network. Talk to you soon, folks. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Throws it. It's going to reach the end zone. It's going to reach the end zone. It's batted around. Oh, there was a chance to make the play, and Cobb could not hold on. It was right in his hands. Oh, my gosh, that almost happened. It was right in his hands. It bounced. It deflected right at him. Look at this. Turns around. There's, was, there's Cobb. His foot, it slipped. Oh, right off his left hand. He had to be. Could not have been better position. Off the back of Wilson and right there toward Cobb. And the Patriots have won it. Start spreading the news. The Six Rings postgame show is back. Without further Red Sox interruption here on the WEEI Sports Radio Network. And what a celebration ringing throughout Pat's Nation and beyond right now after a 15-10 victory. Jeez. First win of the season for the, the Patriots. What a weird season. So we had two losses to open up the season at Gillette Stadium. 24, uh, excuse me, 25-20 Eagles to kick it off, and then 24-17 Dolphins. Both of those were moral victory Mondays for the Patriots. So those were losses that almost felt like wins, and now the Patriots actually get their first win of the season, but it almost, well, it doesn't truly feel like a loss. Ah, Typical Boston negative media. But you can't be feeling great about that one as well. I can't help but wonder, as we come back to you here, Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Jumbo Hart, producer Joe Braveman right there manning the phones at 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. Give us a shout if you want to weigh in on the game, your frustrations, the confidence, the joy you took in the game as well. And Mac Jones, is he him or not? Just when we thought the debate would stop, there would be a cessation and a halt to it. It seems like those flames got fanned a little bit more today in the soaking, swirling winds and rains of Jet Life Stadium. Andy, will we ever get a win this season that doesn't feel like a loss? Um, yeah, I think it's going to feel good in Germany. <laughs> I still point to that Germany game as the feel good game. I Halfway know it's a ways through away. the autumn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I still I know that's a ways away and that's problematic for fans that that's the uh carrot on the horizon, but I'm still circling that as the feel good day. Well, actually, if you let's take a, you know, as we've got a lot of minutia, if you will, uh, and smaller nooks and crannies to pour through uh, with the game, we will take a grander view of how things may have actually kind of just broken the Patriots way today with some upcoming games as well. But first things first, why don't we check in from JetLife Stadium with our beat reporter, Andy, joining us right now on the Harbor One hotline. It's the one and the only Mike Cadlick. Who, uh, as a treat for getting hired a couple months ago at WEI, got to go all the way just past Newark Airport to North Jersey today to take in his first Pats Jets game. And he joins us live now on the phone. Hi, Mike. How are you? What's up, fellas? Thanks for letting me on. We, uh, it's rainy. I'm on the way back. But uh, we got a W, and that's all that matters, right? Uh, 
Was that well, a statement or a question, right? That was, come on. That was, oh, no, that was way more a question than that was a statement. Hey, look, I mean, it's like I said, it's pouring. I'm, I'm trying to get my, myself out of New York. And, uh, I mean, again, look, if you look at the conditions, the way it worked out, Zach Wilson obviously, you know, wasn't great. They did their thing, you know, that they do against him. We got a little Jude on safety. We got a nice long Farrell Brown touchdown. So, look, would we have liked it to be better? Would we have liked them to put up 30 points and be more convincing and not have the ball in Zach Wilson's hands at the end of the game to win a football game? Of course. But, you know, you got to win football games, and that's what they did today. So they didn't fall to 0-3, and and, uh, you move on to Dallas, right? In one sense, I agree with that. We called it a must-win game. They got the win. Okay, that's good. And I don't. I don't think we needed a lot of beauty points. I think the um, the nit that's going to be picked by many is giving Zach Wilson multiple bites at the apple at the end, Mac Jones right. in the offense not being able to close the door. I think all the other stuff we can kind of get through, sift through, but this is another opportunity late in games where the offense didn't even have to score this time. They just had to retain the ball, and they couldn't do it. I think that's going to be the concern for some moving forward. No, I agree, and, uh, and I think – we were just in the locker room, and I was we were talking to Farrell Brown, and he said something about, uh, you know, a Gronk spike or what have you. And I think, Andy, it was you. You either responded or quoted it and said, most important player of the game, because, look, if you don't have that long 58-yard touchdown pass, you were really, like, sputtering for points. They weren't able to do much outside of that. And, again, using the weather, I keep coming back to it as an excuse. It's not really one when, you know, the Jets were able to go down and score a touchdown as well and, you know, keep it close. So, um, yeah, I mean, you're right about the offense. They they looked good at times, but again, they're just Max said it too after the game. They're close, but they're not. You know, they're not finishing drives like you'd want them to. So uh, it's not. I guess, like you said, a win's a win. But at the same time, now you're going to Dallas, one of the best teams in football. Uh, I don't even know what they've done or when they played today. Uh, um, you know, in like you said, in gentropolitan mode. But um, that's going to be a tough one. So they got to get right back to it on Monday for sure. Yeah, I mean, we can't. And this is Mike Catholic Patriots beat reporter joining us from uh, his ride home after taking in Pat's Jets from Jet Life Stadium today in the Meadowlands of North Jersey. Just to give you an update, the Arizona Cardinals right now, Mike, are up 15 to 10 over the Dallas Cowboys. So we'll cheer on that. See, right away. This is what the, the third week in a row that Arizona takes an early lead, and everyone's like, oh, no, they're not going to get Caleb Williams, and then they'll probably just end up blowing it in the end. But, hey, good for Arizona for, for making every game they play in competitive. Oh, sure, no, for putting up a fight, absolutely. that Good for them as yeah. well. But, you know, you, you do get to – here's what happened in my estimation today. Staved off now is the brutal week that we would have had with people – calling for Belichick's head, calling for his resignation, yep. calling for his firing. What's going on? The Patriots are 0-3 for the first time since the year 2000. This was the first time they were 0-2 since 2001. So that can has been kicked down the road for a while or potentially just avoided in general. But we just heard from Mac Jones and Bill Belichick at the podium. Neither of them sounded elated. Neither of them sounded like their hearts were full of joy. Neither of them sound like they were going to be. They couldn't wait to get off the plane and start popping bottles as well. I know it's a tough defense. It's a hostile environment. The Jets needed it almost as badly as the Patriots did as well. But, you know, I'm just trying to think what the grander takeaways, aside from avoiding a disastrous outcome, would be for the Patriots in, in light of the way the second half went. Yeah, and I'm I'm on the same page as you with the offense. 
talking about takeaways in general, though, from this game, Fitzy, I will say mm-hmm. the Patriots have somebody in Christian Gonzalez. Oh, my goodness, that man is a beast on the outside. Every time we're looking, um, we're watching, you know, the Jets offense versus the Patriots defense, I look through my binoculars and I check out the offensive line for a second and I see Zach Wilson behind center. I'm like, oh, I can't even watch that. So, naturally, I just watch Garrett Wilson versus Christian Gonzalez all day. Mm-hmm. Outside of like a twenty, the twenty-seven yard completion, which in my opinion was kind of garbage time at the end of the game, uh, Christian Gonzalez locked up Garrett Wilson all day. Like four ta- four catches, nineteen yards uh, on eight targets. Zach Wilson not only wasn't able to go to him all day, but even when he went to him, Gonzalez was pretty much draped all over him. So, um, I mean, again, that that was my number one takeaway from this game is they they really have someone that can cover the best of the best in the NFL at Christian Gonzalez. Mike, um, three straight good defenses that the Patriots have faced to open the season, so that's a part of the narrative, yep. the story here in September. But when and where am I going to see some offensive spark other than, than Farrell Brown, of course? When, when am I going to see some other big plays and some uh, energy? <laughs> so I think it's going to be another rock fight next week in Dallas. Uh, I don't see that one being, you know, a, a guns blazing Bill O'Brien uh, offense that we've sort of been waiting on. I I look to uh, play it against the Saints uh, in week. What is that now? Five. Derek Carr gone. Yep. Uh, that seems like that seems like a team that you know could be sort of you know yearning for something, and the Patriots just kind of put a put a whooping on them at home, oh. right before uh, he- heading to Vegas. Look to that New Orleans game. The Patriots will get as close to forty points as they will all season against the New Orleans defense. Wow, really? Uh, I know that was a, quite a comeback that Jordan Love led. I think an eighteen seventeen final, um, but I, I just. This is going to be tough, you know. And look, part of the thing, part of what goes into this as well, like it's our job just to sort of like provide thoughts and commentary and analysis afterwards, present the facts, right. and then you know weigh in an opinion, etc. But you know, something that Andy always points to is the entertainment value, the entertainment factor, and right. the entertainment value and the entertainment factor. Save for the diehards, you know, maybe it was even uh, a tougher watch for Jets fans today. But you know, if if this is the way that they're going to grind out games this season. I feel like there's just going to be a lot more, you know, like table table thumping and harumphing from Pats fans the remainder of the season, Mike. Well, it, and I agree, but looking at, again, the three games they've played, the three defenses they've played, even today when it looked like they finally had something going, I do hate using the weather, but it wasn't on their side. So, like, give, give them maybe, again, a chance against Dallas, a chance against New Orleans to try and – get this thing on the straight and narrow a little bit more. I mean, it's still early that a couple good teams, like I said. So, I mean, Dallas without digs, like I'm not completely writing off this offense just yet. I haven't seen much in the regular season for me to have much hope there, but I also kind of still want to keep it from what we saw throughout the preseason. So uh, I'm obviously, and you guys know, since you've been working me the last couple months, I'm a little bit more optimistic than most, but there's something there. This is not the Matt Patricia offense. Everyone keeps wanting to say it when they run a draw on second and long and what have you, and I get it, but uh, I just, I don't know. I, I'm not completely going to write them off yet. They're one and two. They still have a chance to make a little bit of noise, so let's see it before we write their or write their uh, their name on their grave. 
So, Mike, I'm sure that Fitzy and I will discuss this a little bit later, but Sauce Gardner made a little bit of an accusation that Mac Jones went low on him on the QB sneak, hit him in the uh, the old bread basket, so to speak. Uh, Let's have the conversation one more time. Is Mac Jones a dirty player? No, I don't think so. Um, he, we, someone asked him about it after the game. He, he seemed like he didn't even know what he was talking about and just sort of wrote it off. Uh, it was one. It was on the tush push. It was a, a QB sneak up the middle. Those get physical. I agree with Mac there. People are, you know, not necessarily throwing punches, and I don't think Mac threw punches. But when someone's in Mac's face like they were, they're gonna kind of want to play. I don't want to say play dirty back because Mac's not. I don't think Mac's dirty. But no, I. I, I I'm not going to sit here and call Mac a dirty player. I see now on your feed, Mike, at Mike Cadlick on the X machine or the tweet machine, whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, Zeke said the Patriots offensive line, quote, did a great job of being physical all day. There's David Andrews at the podium, quote, taking care of the football was a big emphasis. Thought we did a good job of that today. Should we look past the fact that the Patriots did not have a lot of spark, a lot of offensive creativity, a lot of drive, and the fact that they just went and did what they needed to do. They won a slog in the rain and made sure that they at least cleaned right. up one necessary element that they didn't turn the ball over. Is that the big takeaway for you? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, look, going into this game, I think it was clear what they wanted to do on defense and make Zach Wilson's life miserable. They succeeded in that. Uh, they didn't want to turn the ball over because they've been doing that too much. They succeeded in that. And you finally had some continuity along the offensive line. It has been, you know, a piecemeal operation for going on three weeks now. This was the closest they thought they were going to get to, you know, their best offensive line with Brown and Cole Strange and Andrews and, uh, you know, on Wenu and even Darian Lowe on the right. Like, I thought Anderson was going to play, but I think they're more comfortable with Lowe there for now. So the one question mark, I guess, is Cole Strange not finishing the game. But that's just an injury that I feel like he's going to be working through all season long and, Antonio Mafi's been fine there. Um, I'm more, I've been more worried about the tackle spot than the guard spots, and tackle was good for me today. No sacks on Mac. The running backs ran for 150, and like you said, Fitzy, they got the win. So I think we just put this one in the win column and, you know, again, head towards Dallas here. Matthew Judon obviously made a couple big plays today. Um, got a little bit of a scare there in the um, in the game where he got rolled up on and his left knee looked like one of those MCL-type things. Did you happen to see yeah. him walking, moving around after the game, just sort of eyeball test from you? Yeah, I, I was actually speaking to him uh, in the locker room for a few minutes talking about his, uh, his safety. He sounded fine. He seemed good. I didn't notice any wraps or limps or anything, and then okay. he went to the podium and spoke as well, and he, he looked fine. He looked ready to go. He wasn't being tended to uh, with trainers in the locker room either, so I okay. think... Uh, That'll, again, probably just be some maintenance. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, it was tough. The show goes out. The Patriots are already dinged up in the secondary. No Jones is to be found. Godshow goes out for the game. McQuale goes out for the game. I, too, was kind of nervous that maybe Judon would be out, but he comes back a few plays later, makes some impact plays as well. Absolutely a gamer and someone the Patriots can ill afford to lose. All right, Mike, have a safe drive home in the rain. Thanks for checking in as well. We'll make sure to talk to you this week on the Six Rings pod and beyond. You can give them a follow at Mike Cadlick, folks. Uh, good job, and I hope you enjoyed uh, the sights, the sounds, and the scenery of beautiful Jet Life Stadium in North Jersey. Thanks, fellas. Can't wait. See you soon. All right, we'll see you soon, Mike. There it goes. Mike Cadlick from com on the Harbor One Hotline. All right, enough from us, enough from our writers, enough from everybody inside WEI. It is time to talk to you, 
the good people of Pat's Nation, the Foxborough faithful, as to what's on your mind and how you feel about the Patriots' first win of the season. Unfortunately, we had a bunch of people on hold who we lost during our commercial break coming out of the Red Sox recap, but we'll get you guys back. The floor is yours. We're with you until 7.25 p.m. tonight before we pick up coverage of Sunday Night Football. And, of course, WEI.com is the latest, has all the latest that you need on uh, not just the Patriots, but apparently it's also a good place to go to find out information about uh, Taylor Swift and how she feels about Travis Kelsey, Andy. So good to see we've yep. got all of It's official. Prayers. It is official. When you're on oh. national TV with his mother hanging out at his game, you're a bit of a couple. Yay, yay for Tay-Tay and Kelsey. All right, we go. Line one. Mike is in the car. He wants to talk Patriots and Bill O'Brien. How are you, Mike? Guys, how are you? Go top of the world, my guy. How you feeling about the Patriots' first win? Yeah, uh, I did like how the players were playing. I thought the play calling on offense was horrible. And if this is what Bill Bryan's about, Bill O'Brien's about after three games, I've seen enough. Specifically, the last drive, especially the last three drives. Um, in the last drive, you know what do they do on first down when they need to probably get one first down to seal the game? geez, I don't know, run it on first down up the gut for like a couple yards, and then what they should have done on second down is, you know, they should have flipped it around, but they do this obvious dump pass, doesn't work out. And then for the third straight drive on third down, they try a downfield over-the-shoulder pass with no chance of working, third drive in a row, three and out. And I, this is Bill O'Brien. I've had enough. They need to show some balls and get rid of this guy. <laughs> You want Bill O'Brien fired three games into his career here in return? Okay. Apparently he's wow. gone. He um, mic dropped. I think in the car. Uh, our Mike first the car. call Thanks will call. hopefully be our most ridiculous call of the night. I don't know, um, Andy. I mean, it's a rain delay day. People actually, you know crazy. what? I hope it's not. I hope we get crazier by the call. I hope we go balls the, to the wall crazy the first for the call. The first call into the Six Rings postgame, well, like I said before, unfortunately, we lost out on a number of calls because of the Red Sox rain delay and switching from the Red Sox network back here to WEI and the Six Rings postgame show. However, uh, that said, the first one we were able to take called for Bill O'Brien's job. How much crazier could the calls get at this point? Look, I'm with him to a certain degree in that not that Bill O'Brien should be dismissed, not that Bill O'Brien needs to lose his job, for God's sakes. I didn't love some of the play calling. I think you referred to it as calling plays so as to either, like, not lose the game. Like, they were play calling not to lose, or they were play calling conservatively not to turn the ball over, most importantly because they trusted and leaned on their defense so heavily today. Obviously, they got burned once because the Patriots either fell asleep at the wheel or maybe the Jets made more plays, and there was the 87-yard touchdown drive by the Jets late in the fourth quarter, at times enabled by uh, or helped out, shall we say, by some questionable officiating. Refs had a very bad day out there today at MetLife Stadium. But come on. I mean, I don't love the back shoulder throws, the longer passes like Mike in the car was talking about to Juju Smith-Schuster on third down and five as much as the next guy. But calling for the man's job. Who's next? Who are we going to roll in the bill? Who's going to come in and all of a sudden make Juju and his broken knee Old Slow Parker, Kendrick Bourne, Ezekiel Elliott, and Hunter Henry suddenly look like Oz Akeem and Isaac Bruce and Tory Holt in The Greatest Show on Turf. I mean, show me the guy who can do that, uh, and I'll be amazed. And I also think show you the offensive coordinator who calls a pass play in under two minutes trying to kill a clock 
that's incomplete on the first play, and you'll show a guy that then people are calling to be fired. Um, you run the football in that situation. You said it earlier. You wanted them to go on fourth and one uh, and prove they could get a yard. This is a situation where your line has to, you know, sack up and, and get some yardage. Like, you have to run the ball there. I'm not actually sure which drive he was talking about because there were two there in the last um, two minutes, basically, of the game. He started both of them with a run play. Then they had that Demario Douglas uh, end around that actually picked up some yardage. Then there were there was the pass play to Smith-Schuster before a punt. Then the next series, it was run play, run play, run play, because you want the Jets to use their timeouts, because if you give it back to them, you certainly don't want them to have a boatload of timeouts with which to uh, do some damage. So is Bill O'Brien perfect right now? No. Do I think he blew the game at the end? No. I think he was fine. And I think the biggest issue is what I talked about earlier. I have no idea on this offense who Bill O'Brien feels like he can count on right now. Other than maybe Ezekiel Elliott. I feel like over the last two weeks, Ezekiel Elliott's become one of his better players. And um, ne- next week, big Zeke revenge game in Dallas. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, until you get anyone on this team that can do their job effectively and efficiently and consistently, I think it's really hard to be offensive coordinator of this team because I don't know where you go, especially in the rain with Mac Jones and his arm strength issues and some of that, the O-line, the lack of the consistency out of Stevenson, the lack of any consistency of any of the weapons to get open and catch the football. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Bill O'Brien apologist. I know that. I like him. I think he's good. And I think this light this offense is already far more capable, competent, and functional than it ever was last year. So I'm certainly not calling for Bill O'Brien to be fired in his third game in his return. All right, well, hold that thought just like I'm going to ask any callers that are on hold right now at 617-779-7937. Stay in your place. We'll get you in the queue. We'll get you right up here, dialed up and on the Six Rings postgame show. When we come back, Andy, hold that thought because... We have to we have to once again sort of revisit the I can't believe we have to do this again. The Mac Jones issue. I've seen a million tweets, not just about the fact that he may have gone for the twig and berries of Sauce Gardner and a bit of a scrum late in the game, but rather is Mac the guy? The doubt has been cast already. We've got yet another Mac Jones referendum coming out of a win, no less. Will he ever be able to escape that? And I'll ask you and the audience once again, who will be the player that Bill O'Brien leans on to lead us out of the torpor of the early season Patriots offensive woes 617-779-7937 is your telephone number Patriots win and we feel how about it we'll discuss uh, right here on the Six Rings postgame show when we come back we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. right here for all the cinephiles movie nerds this is some this is some real if you know you know kind of jam right here good job Joe. appreciate this very much 
Yes, that's right. I'll spell it out for everyone else. The Patriots escape from New York with a win today. But how do you, the Fox Pro faithful and Patriots fans out there, feel about it? Judging by what I've read, what we've heard so far on the Six Rings postgame show and beyond, not too great about it. Andy, I'll even ask you this. Excuse me. Old pal and regular caller to the station, uh, Dakota and Braintree, at Dakota Spin on the X Machine, just put out a little bit of a controversial poll, if you will, um, on the tweet box. If Aaron Rodgers was QB today for the Jets, does Mac and the Patriots team still win that game? So far, with several hundred votes in, that was an 81% hell no to 19% yes, Patriots win. Now, I know, honestly... If I was a foot taller, I'd probably be in the NBA. If you know, if I had blank, my you know, I'd be an aunt, not an uncle, etc. Um, but I feel like, yeah, that's maybe somebody who's trying to stir a conversation. I would hardly say troll, chum the waters, perhaps a little bit. But do you think that's kind of the? Is that sort of the emotional takeaway? Like when everyone pressed off or went to go check what an absolute disaster their fantasy team was, uh, or how terribly they did in their survivor pool or with their NFL picks. Is that the feeling right now in Pat's Nation? Like, oh, yeah, they won, but so what? Uh, Yeah, and I don't think it's – I don't think a lot of people were thinking necessarily about Aaron Rodgers or anything like that. I think most people were thinking, hmm, do I feel good? Like, I think they were assessing their own emotional reaction to a victory that they knew their team needed, Mm -hmm. and they probably want to celebrate, but they're probably not feeling celebratory. Now, that's that's my read sort of on the situation. Um, I will say, based on my interactions on Twitter post-game, uh, they're rallying around Mac Jones. And I uh, just want to clarify the Mac Jones situation with Sauce Gardner, where Sauce okay. Gardner has said that uh, Mac Jones hit him in the uh, sensitive region for a male. It's male. not on the sneak. It's after the play. It's in the... It's in the uh, little scuffle and Mac is getting up off the ground and you can see sauce Gardner react. It's well after the play. Uh, now I don't know if he does or doesn't, but this is not like, Oh, he was plunging forward with his helmet on a sneak and just happened to hit him. No, no, no. This is, this is an accusation that Mac is dirty. This is an accusation that he gave him a little flick to the cookies, uh, as he was getting up. So, but Patriots fans, you like flick to the cookies. I've never heard flick to the cookies before. <laughs> um, but Patriots, Patriots fans are defending Mac. We shouldn't even be talking about it. Who cares if people think he has a questionable reputation around the league? But this is, if I were trolling, that's what I would be asking. Is your quarterback a dirty quarterback? Just like we've asked multiple times with Brian Burns and the Bengals and all these various plays over the years, um, I think you have another one, and I think that's going to be a talking point at some point, uh, probably in the sensationalized ESPN world national media this week. Yeah, I got tackled. He reached his hand up to try to, like, get me to help him up, and I just, like, moved his hand out the way. But then he get up, he just come up to me like, good job. But while he's saying that, he hit me in my he hit me in my private part. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like I didn't react how I really wanted to, but that was just, like, the reaction that came after that. But I definitely wasn't expecting that first time. You know, it's the first time for everything, I guess. The and, first time and Sauce, Sauce Gardner has been hit by a, a QB. No, no, no. I mean, in the nuts. I mean, yeah. if you, you no, need to I, watch I, the video. I know where. Yeah, but you need to watch the video. It was right in front of the referee. He shields the referee, and Sauce Gardner reacts very emotionally. Now, he's either a good actor, good faker, whatever, or Mac did something that he didn't like. I mean, that's would be my read on it. 
Uh, all right, we got some calls on this as well, including the return of a favorite here on the Six Rings postgame show, as well as on Fitzy and Hart and many of our other day parts, fill-ins, and roles here at the station as well, Andy. Now, in addition to is Mac it, can he ever get it together? What is there to be excited about with the Patriots? Uh, now we have now we get to revisit the is Mac a dirty player. How many times can you be accused of something before eventually your reputation catches up to you? I asked him about mm-hmm. this last year, and he said, I just got to be Mac. Uh, maybe that ultimately actually means he needs to play with a little extra edge or maybe even a little dirty. We'll yeah, see, I mean, this but is Andy, the second straight week where he has not. The, the, the issue here starts with he doesn't play the whistle on those QB sneaks. They blow the whistle, they blow it again, and he keeps pushing and rolling and jockeying for position, and I think that annoys defensive players and that's part of the thing here he had another one of his flops today where he tried to sell a roughing the passer on a rollout to the right like he clearly rubs opponents the wrong way you can choose whether that rubs you the wrong way or not I'm not telling people how they need to think about their quarterback but the way he does things rubs opponents the wrong way for sure Andy speaking of rubbing people the right way how would you feel if I told you back on the line right now it's the return, the glorious return to the WEI and Six Rings postgame airwaves of Wayne in South Boston. Wayne, what is up, my brother? How are you? Wayne. I haven't talked to you in a long time, huh? Wayne, we were going to send out a wellness check on you. I was going to try. I was going to hire a private detective <laughs> to see where you were, where you'd been and what you were up to. Are you doing all right, I, my guy? I was out in California for a little while. I uh, did a little movie out there. And uh, I've been doing my thing, you know me, I'm always saying, I'm just a Patriots man, it's just getting me a little aggravated in the last three weeks. I'm just glad we're not 0-3, you know what I mean? Yes, if sir. we went 0-3, I, oh, Fitz, I would be in a fit right now. Yeah, Wayne, but, um, listen, you know, we haven't heard from you in a while. Wayne, how do you feel about this team? How do you feel about the direction they're headed? And can you tell me, as one of the most uh, hyper-aggressive, like completely emotional Patriots fans, can you tell me, how you feel about the Patriots' first win of the season? Well, I, I feel good about the win, but um, yeah, a lot of a lot of, a lot of mistakes today. A lot of um, you know what I mean. They should have ran the ball a lot more. I, I thought they, you know what I mean. They weren't running the ball that well. Uh, Mac was in um, as good as he wanted to be today, but you know he did what he had to do to get the win. And um, yeah, I just you know it, it seems like it's going to be a hard. I looked at the schedule. It looks like we got a hard schedule, man. So. I just, you know me, I, I always hope my Patriots win, but if they don't win, you know what I mean, I got to tell the truth, and uh, we, we, we snuck that out, man. The guy almost caught it in the end zone at the very end of the game. Yes, he did. You know what I mean? They almost yep. took the game away from us, so um, I don't think we're on the right track right now. I think we need to, um, you know, redo things. Belichick needs to do his magic that he always does, you know what I mean, Fitz? But where's that magic going to come from, Andy? Uh, Andy, I know. What's up, Andy, buddy? Oh, you didn't even know I was here? You just called Fitzy? Well, screw you, Wayne. <laughs> I didn't. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I just said it. I was saying I was waiting for me yeah. to, for Fitzy to get to say what he was going to say, and I was going to say, what's up, brother? Oh, Were you up? mad yeah. at me? No, but I agree with you. <laughs> doesn't feel like they're on the right track right now. Yeah, it doesn't. It just doesn't. It doesn't seem like they're on the right track. I know we got a lot of injuries too, right? Isn't there like four four guys out right now? The secondary, and the, the unfortunately, they they've been fine. They have not been your issue. Those injuries oh. on defense have not hurt you. You're basically healthy on the offensive line now. You're fully healthy, uh, essentially, with your weapons, with your running backs, with pretty much everything that should be clicking on offense, but isn't. 
Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right there. They, they, yeah. Like you said, they're off track right now. they got to get back on track. they got to play the Cowboys. they got a lot of hot teams to play, you know what I mean? So they got to mm-hmm. get their, their stuff together, man, because yeah. if not, we, we could have a bad season. I don't want to see another bad. What is it, three in a row? I don't want a fourth in a row. Yep. Yeah, Belichick's exactly. Wayno. Do his magic, like I said. He's got to find a where that way. Magic's gonna, I don't know where that magic's going to come from, Wayno. And listen, I'm super glad that you that you chimed in. We were worried about you. We were wondering where you were. Glad you're okay. Glad you're still rooting for your Patriots. Holler at us whenever we're on the radio Always. Saturdays. You know, man. See you, Wayne. Always, Pitchy. It was good talking to you, brother. I hope everything's going good for you, brother. Yes, sir. It's going as well as it can go right now. Thank you very much, Wayno. You take care, my man. His line is now open at 617-779-7937. It is a tough schedule, like Wayno said. It's the toughest schedule still statistically in the NFL, though you could probably tell yourself or at least spin a yarn that the Patriots have gotten off to the tough start they have in large part because they've played such quality opponents like the Eagles, like the Dolphins, who hung 70 today on the Denver Broncos down in Miami. Do you feel better about the Patriots' defense because of that? The defense, to me, Andy, is not the issue. I don't think there's a Patriots fan out there that's going to tell you that the Pats' defense has been the problem. It seems to be the offense. And when we come back, we'll get to the rest of your calls here as well as check in with Christian Fourier, see what he thought about the game today as well. Uh, We'll continue the Mac Jones discussion. Did things possibly break the Patriots way given some injuries and some results from the one o'clock games as well plus a Taylor Swift update because everyone wants to know what Tay Tay's doing in Travis Kelsey's box in Kansas City I can't believe this is the world we live in it's Fitzy it's Fitzy I'm glad that sentence wasn't sort of inverted nope (laughs) no it wasn't there I actually was thinking the same thing I'm glad I was able to get the car across the finish line there it's the six rings post game show on a rainy set up just go throw it a commercial T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.